Welcome to Lead and Lift with Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, the podcast where we work with high-achieving moms in leadership on their communication and confidence. Now our host, Shabaday. Welcome back to another episode of Lead and Lift. I am your host, Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, and today we're going to talk about a topic that many of you have asked for work-life balance. Now, one of my podcast listeners in particular reached out to me and asked if we can talk about work-life balance, especially since we work from home a bit more. So I'm going to share with you three strategies that you can use to assess your work-life balance. Now, I have an opinion about this work-life balance because of my corporate days. But just to make sure I'm not being biased, I actually grabbed a dictionary from my bookshelf. And yes, I have one of those in my house. Uh, The kids needed it for school. And what it said is balance is level. It's like parallel. It's like if you have something on the left and something on the right, it's zero, it's equal. So when I think of balance, I think of a scale. You see, when I was growing up in Trinidad, uh, we would go to the market and the market had these vendors who would sell produce. So let's say we're buying tomatoes and they would have a scale. And on, on the scale on one side, they would have these weights and they would be like a one pound, a two pound, like, you know, the weights you see at the gym, but these ones were small ones. And yeah, it was pounds because our system is the British. So they would have that. And then they would put the produce that you're buying on the other side. So picture this, there's the left and the right on this scale. On the left side, they put the two pound weight. So now the left side is like down and the right side is up because the right side is zero right now. So then they'll add tomatoes on the right side. And there's a point where the right side is going to get heavier and heavier and heavier. The left side is going to start coming up. And then there's a point where the both of them are equal. And that's how the vendor knew that was two pounds of tomatoes. And, you know, because their prices were couple dollars per pound. So to me, that's what balance looks like. That scale where one side is equal to the next. Work-life balance, when I hear that, I'm thinking it refers to an equilibrium or that balanced point where one side is equal to the next that people seek between their professional responsibilities and their personal life. So on one side of the scale, when I think of work-life balance, it can be your professional responsibilities. And on the other side, it's your personal life. Now, I was curious where this phrase actually came from, like who created this work-life balance thing? So I did some research and this time I use the internet. I did some research and what it said is that 
There was a British philosopher and sociologist called Raymond E. Callahan, and he was writing a book back in 1975, way before I was born. And he used a term in there similar to work-life balance. It was work and non-work. Anyways, I can't find it on Amazon, so I can't check the book. But remember that this field of work-life balance, it's vast. And there are many different perspectives, including psychology, because we could have a balanced state of mind. There's sociology, there's management, and there's personal development. And each of these different areas, they look at challenges and strategies for achieving a more balanced and fulfilling life. Balanced, fulfilling life. My viewpoint that I'm going to share with you today is from the personal development perspective. I believe work-life balance, that is work on one side, life on the other side, I believe that's a myth because you should not spend equal time at work and life. Your professional is not equal to your personal. That's my belief. And the mistake that I've seen with my clients that most of them make is they look at work-life balance in terms of hours, okay? They look at it in terms of hours. So I love this quote by Dolly Parton, and it said, never get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. Now, let's think of this Let's think of one day. One day has 24 hours. And if we look at that, most people, they work eight hours a day, nine to five, right? That's where we get the nine to five from. Sleep research from over 50 years says that adults should sleep approximately eight hours per night. So technically, you should be sleeping 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. So a nine to five work, a nine to five sleep, and the other eight hours of the day is to address the other aspects of life. So if you think of three different circles, each one with eight hours each, one is work, one is sleep, one is the rest of life, you get 24 hours in a day. But let's be realistic, nobody does that because your nine to five job, I mean, anybody who has ever done a corporate job knows that it ain't nine to five. They stack so much on your plate that you work more than eight hours. And then what happens is you end up taking some of your sleep time because now you take those projects home. It messes up your family time. But anyways, Let's get back to the eight hours. So if you're looking at work-life balance in terms of hours, it's a mistake because if you really look at it from an hourly perspective, eight hours is work, eight hours is sleep, and eight hours for everything else. Now, through my personal development work, I've learned that we have, we, we got one life, all right? So I want you to think of a circle. And I know I have listeners from all around the globe. So what I want you to think of is a cake. And now cakes come in many shapes and sizes. So think of a circle cake, one, um, 
one cake, not multiple cake, one circle cake. And you know, the cake might look like a clock, a circle clock. It has like a, a 12 and a six spot, a nine and a three spot, because when you're cutting a cake, you usually slice it down 12 to six, you slice it across nine to three, and then you might cut, you know, cut it some more so that you get the wedges equally. Anyways, that's, that's a lot of talk about cake. Okay, so imagine this circle or this cake, a circle cake, and you've cut 10 slices on it, 10 triangles, right? Because each of those slices is like a triangle. Now the whole cake is your life, all right? And each slice or each triangle that you pull out from that cake, it's like an area of life. So think of one slice as health, another slice as your mental and your emotional well-being, another slice as your partner or the love in your life, another slice as your family, another one, your friends, the other one, your mission or career. This is where the job comes in. It only gets one slice. The other slice, experience and hobbies, the other one, think of it as your spirit, your spirituality. The other one is finances. And yeah, finances get a whole slice. And then the, uh, the last one, the tent one, because we got 10 slices on this circle. The other, the last one is learning because as humans, we have a desire to learn and grow and become more. So learning gets a slice on that cake. So you see there, if we cut this life cake into 10 slices, work, mission, or career gets only one slice. So if we go back to the scale and you put your work, your mission, your career, which is the one slice of the cake on the left side and the other nine slices on the right side, they're not gonna balance. That was my perspective to share with you. So. As a high performance coach, I hear from my one-on-one -on -one clients all the time that they feel like they're working all the time because there is so much to do. And when they're with their family, they're not working, they feel guilty. They are always connected because they have work on the phone. So when the phone dings, all the time, they feel like they need to be there in that instant and respond as fast as they can. So they feel like any balance that they have is gone. And as you can see, this is not a balance issue. The issue is we have no boundaries and we let activities bleed into all aspects of life. So instead of that work, that mission, that career being one slice of the cake, we let that run through the entire cake. That's not good. And as you're probably thinking, yeah, right, Shabaday, you don't know my boss. And I would say, yes, that is true. I don't know your boss and I don't know your unique situation. But what I know is true is that if you have no priority, if you are not aware of where your time goes, 
then you are just running around all day being busy and then feeling empty, unfocused, underappreciated, and unfulfilled at the end of each day. Listen, I've lived in the corporate space for over 23 years now, and I've been there too. I've had to lead the team and be there for my children and maintain a positive relationship for my husband, and I sucked at it until I admitted that I needed help. Yeah, it's hard. I had those crazy busy days just like you, but I'm better now. I needed help and I got the help I needed. And I needed to find a better way to do this because I was not happy. I was miserable and it was leaking out into every area of my life too. My personal development journey changed my perspective and then coaching helped me turn my life around. So now when I'm doing my corporate consulting gigs, I can actually thrive in that environment. Whereas previously, it was a survival every single day. So if you are ready to make a change, then here are three strategies that I want to share with you. And for these strategies, I want you to think of the letters B, H, P. The B is balance and boundaries. And this whole balance thing, it is very unique to each one of us. Because what may feel like balance to me in my life may feel different to you in your life. Like I said, I got two children. I'm a parent with two children. I have a business. I do my, my consultant things. Balance to me is going to be different from you if, let's say, you're single and you just are responsible for you. That's going to be a different balance. So the first thing I want you to think about is what does balance mean to you? Earlier when we talked, we said if you had a piece of paper and you had put those three circles in and we were looking at it in terms of hours, you would have eight hours work, eight hours sleep, eight hours off remaining for life. Instead of trying to balance hours, I want you to have a perspective shift and think of focusing on happiness and fulfillment. That's where you may need some boundaries because boundaries, not only with your work time, but with your kids, with your family time, with your partner time. And so what I'd like you to do is set, think of what those boundaries are to you. So I'll give you an example. For me, I work from home and I have an office in the basement and my kids know when I am in that and you know, they talk about an open door policy at corporate. Well, in my house, I have a closed door policy because when that door is closed, I'm with a client and I'm doing focused work. So my kids don't come barging into my office whenever they please. They know that they can knock or they schedule some time with me. And yes, it took a while, but I've set some boundaries with them. So they sometimes ask me, mom, I need to do something. When can I have some time with you? Instead of them thinking they have access to me 24 hours in a day, and then me feeling guilty and bad whenever they need my attention. And I don't care how old your kids are, 
whether they're little kids or they're older kids, if they're below a certain age, then you need to be there with them. But if they're at an age where they understand mommy has things to do, then they can respect a half an hour of your time. You can work on that because I've done it. So it is possible. So when you're looking at that, I asked you, what does balance mean to you? Many of you have never in your life thought of all these areas that you have and actually measured where you're at in those areas. So you don't know where you're at. You don't know what you want to achieve that balance. So no wonder you feel like you're out of balance. I love this quote from my coach, Brendan Burchard, and it says, if you aren't consistently measuring the major areas of life, then you couldn't possibly know what the balance you seek is or is not. So the first strategy that I'm sharing with you is to do that weekly measure to find out where you're actually at and what does balance mean to you and then establish some boundaries so you can maintain those, those balance that you've set. So here's what you can do. The 10 areas we talked about, you can write those down. You can listen to the episode, you could write those down. And I want you to score yourself from one to 10 in each of those areas, right? One being the lowest, 10 being the highest. And I want you to really assess where you're at in each of those areas. And do that weekly and you'll start seeing a trend. And that's how you know if you're out of balance. The second strategy that I wanna share with you is all around your habits. Now, a lot of times we say we're out of balance or we don't feel like we're in balance because we really have no clue what we're doing in our day. Do you watch TV in the afternoon? Like, think about it as a, typical corporate person you're looking at getting you know getting to five o'clock today is let's say today is friday it's like oh my gosh you're waiting to get to five o'clock and there's certain shows that you want to catch up on certain seasons you're watching certain movies you're watching i don't have anything against that friday night is movie night in my house so i know i need to wrap up my work early because that's a boundary because it's family time and we watch a movie together. That's another boundary that sets up some balance for me and my time with my family. So back to the habits that I, that I, I want to talk about. So do you have an automatic habit that when you sit on the couch, your hand reaches for the remote, you turn the TV on, it doesn't matter what's going on. You just flip, 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 and you watch TV. Is that habit supporting the balance? that you're trying to create. Let's look at another thing, because a lot of us have this in our hands. We always have our phone in our hands. Maybe you got the phone in one hand and the remote in the other hand, right? If you scroll on social media one hour a day, and guess what? Your phone could actually track how long you spend on social media. Now, you gotta check your LinkedIn because people write you there. You gotta check your Facebook to see what's going on with your friends. You gotta see what's the latest reels on Instagram. Then you might go on YouTube because you might wanna know how to do something. Let's say you scroll an hour a day, all right? That's not bad. Now, 
if we look at a five-day work week, that's five hours a week. If we look at a month, that's 20 hours per month. That's roughly about 240 hours a year. And people say they don't have time, right? So you have time. You just don't realize where it's going. If your habits are not supporting you, then my friend, you have the power to change them. Now you might be asking, Chabade, well, which habits to change? And how can you find the courage to change them? Because a lot of time, habits is something that we do over and over and over and over, and it becomes almost automatic. So sometimes you just, you got into the habit of reaching for your phone every two minutes, and you automatically reach for the phone without even knowing the two minutes has passed. But that habit is not serving you. So you may say to yourself, that's probably a bad habit and I need to look at that because it's impacting your focus. As a high performance coach, I help clients develop six success habits that the most successful people have. And guess what? You need them too in your life. And these six habits, this is from Brandon Bouchard's book, High Performance Habits. There is decades of research that narrowed down these habits into six habits that the world's most successful people, they have and they use. And you can use this too. You know, this morning as I was driving the kids to school, there was this thick fog and I could barely see in front of me. Sometimes when we lack clarity in life, it can seem like a dense fog in our lives and we can quickly lose our balance. Do you know what you want in life? Do you know where you're at and where you want to go? Do you have goals for yourself or does the word goal just scare you? Clarity is a high performance habit. Having courage to establish and communicate your boundary, that's a high performance habit. Productivity and influence are also high performance habits. So my friend, as a strategy for your work-life balance, I ask you once more, are your habits serving you? The third strategy that I want to share with you is priority. Now, you know, in English class, we learned singular and plural. And priority means one in this case, it's singular. We're not looking at priorities. We're looking at the one life area. You know, earlier we were talking about the cake with the 10 pieces of cake, 10 slices of cake in there, which represented the 10 life areas. Which one of those areas would you say is your top priority or your number one priority? Again, what is your number one priority? Because guess what? Your priority might be different from my priority. My friend, you've been thinking about work-life balance the wrong way. It's not about balance, but about priority. One of my clients was always taking work home with her. She would be at her computer late at nights. 
Now, if she's working late at night, you know it's impacting her sleep. And then the next day she's cranky at work because she didn't sleep. So it impacts her productivity. It impacts how she interacts and influences her team. And she has this snowball effect happening until she gets to Friday because then she's thinking she can get some rest on the weekend. Now, she brought this up in coaching. After our one-on-one coaching sessions, we had gone through her weekly measures. She had identified her priority. She was more focused. And then she told me she got the work done during work hours. The same, you know, the same work that she had. She was now getting it done during nine to five and she didn't have to take it home. And what she was also doing is she left the phone at home And she went out for a walk with her husband in the evening because he was her priority. And what she was doing before is she would be sitting there with him with the phone in her hand and her head was always on the phone responding to texts. And obviously he was no longer the priority. She may have said that, but she wasn't actually making him the priority. I share this with you because once you know your priority, and again, it's one, that one area of your life that's your priority it helps you make decisions that are aligned with your priority and this allows you to be congruent and you feel happier with yourself because you know that you're doing the thing that you need to do and if your work cannot support that then you always have a choice to move to another place but it depends on you And we work on these decisions together in coaching because coaching helps you make better decisions, improve your performance and create better living. You will feel out of balance if you are not doing work that is engaging and meaningful. And let me repeat that one again for you. We talked about three strategies and the first one was balance and boundaries and doing those weekly measures the second one were your habits and if they're serving you create that balance and being congruent in your life and the third one was priority knowing what that is i'm sharing another bonus item with you and that is you will feel out of balance if you are not doing work that is engaging and meaningful if you feel that you're doing you know you're putting in eight hours at work but that work has no meaning it's just silly made up busy stuff going from meetings to meetings and it has no value it has no impact you're gonna start feeling empty and you're gonna start feeling out of balance if you believe you were meant for more and you ignore it if you settle for a paycheck and you stifle your dreams, you're going to feel out of balance. So my friend, here is an action for you. I want you to listen back to this episode and write down those 10 life areas that I shared with you. And I want you to block 30 minutes on your calendar. And I want you to sit and score yourself from one to 10. One being the lowest, 10 being the highest. And measure where you're at. 
awareness is always the first step to change and if you do this exercise you're going to see the areas that make you feel off balance and then i want you to look at the 10 life areas and if it's not 10 for you that's cool you narrow it down to what the key areas are for you but i want you to identify the one area that is your priority because that my friend will help you greatly achieve that balance or that harmony or that happiness or fulfillment that you're seeking for me personally in this season of life that I'm in, my two teenagers are my priority. So family on my life area is my priority. I choose to drop them off to school each day, to pick them up from school. And yes, like every other parent, I'm there in the lineup waiting for them, but I use that time as my reading time. So it's not wasted time. And I am there to make dinner with them every evening. Now, sometimes my husband makes the dinner, but I'm there with him. I'm there with my kids for dinner time because I mentioned to you, I've, I've been in the corporate space for 23 years and I miss that time when I was busy in corporate. And then after I got laid off, nobody cared that I missed events in my kid's life. I didn't set those boundaries and I miss that and that's something that I will never get back. If you do this each day, you're going to feel congruent. For me, I feel congruent with the parent that I am and that I want to be. So when I score myself on my life areas and I do these things with my kids for the week, I can give myself a nine on my school because i was there i was with them and while they're in the car i'm not like speaking to somebody else on the phone or while it's dinner time i'm not like checking my phone and texting other people i'm there with them and i'm present i learned a long time ago and you probably remember this about me a job will replace you in a second because remember i got laid off but i will never get that time again with my children and spending that time with them brings me joy and happiness and that is why that is my priority and everything in my life areas is scheduled around the drop off the pickup and the dinners and yes during my consulting in corporate this time was respected and supported because i knew what i wanted I knew what I needed, and I had the courage to communicate that boundary with my leaders. So my friend, the answers you seek on work-life balance, work-life harmony is within you. And if you cannot do the exercise on your own, then I want you to know I'm here for you. You can go to leadandlift.com forward slash coaching, and you can grab 60 minutes free coaching session with me and I can help you do that life area assessment and identify that priority that you have in your life. But the ultimate choice is yours to make. I hope this episode served you and gave you a different perspective on work-life balance or shall we say work-life harmony. Remember my friends, you have the power to choose the balance you want, to create the life that you want. 
step into the role and be the CEO of your life. Thank you for listening to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jagwal Ramna. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. You can find our guests' contact information in the show notes. We have resources to improve your leadership, your communication, and your confidence at leadandlift.com. We invite you to go check those out. Stay tuned for the next episode.